Welcome back to the Practically Spiritual Podcast. This is Jessica Palmer of Jessica Palmer Official. I'm a breakthrough coach and personal development specialist. I'm all about helping people ditch existing mode, survival mode, and activate what I call thrive mode. So I've created this podcast in accordance with my mission, which is to create collective change through conversation and remarkable transformational experiences. So grab a coffee, grab a wine, whatever, whatever you like at all. And I hope you enjoy this transmission. Hello, hello, Jesse. Welcome to the Practically Spiritual Podcast. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. Oh, so excited to speak with you. Yeah, I'm excited. I've never used this app before. It's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It is so cool. It makes life so easy. Like if you want to create, um, whether it's a podcast or just creating like your own audios, you can yeah. save it to Dropbox and like meditations and you can add like background music to it as well. Oh, epic. Oh, so cool. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, it's so easy. I know. I was so happy when I discovered this. Anything that makes, you know, this stuff accessible, I'm totally down with. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Amazing. Well, I'm so excited to speak with you today. Um, As per usual with anything that I do, there's a baby in the background. So you'll hear... You'll hear a little baby playing in the background. Um, But, yeah, yeah, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, I I, re- I resonate with that. My my son's downstairs um playing oh. PlayStation at the moment, so I, I feel you. Oh, <laughs> I love that. How old is your son? He's uh he's actually turning seven next week. Oh, what's his name? Yeah. Orlando. Oh, that's such a cool name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bless. Yeah, I've got um I've got three children, um three girls, yeah. um yeah, four year old, three year old, and then a ten month old, and wow. then I'm also. And I'm 20 weeks pregnant. Yeah, I saw. I think I think you were you yeah. commented on one of my posts or something. I think I, I skimmed through and I saw that you were pregnant. Wow. So you've got you you had a growing family. <laughs> I have a very growing family. Yeah. So it's definitely we're definitely embracing the chaos during the season <laughs> of children. Yeah, for sure. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm so excited to be speaking with you. Um, I've come across you on Instagram and I had the pleasure of um, of dropping in to the Global Quantum Healing Summit and yes. accessing your session. So yeah, powerful. It was powerful. <laughs> it was powerful. Yeah. Oh, so, so good. And I would love for you to share with everyone, um, you know, who who are you? Who is Jesse? And is it Winyard? Is that how I say it? Yes, Winyard's the way, yeah. Winyard, perfect. Who is Jesse Winyard and tell us about what you do. Cool. Well, um, I am a founder of a company called The Warriors of Light and we have um, many different things that we do. We have our online courses that we run, The Warriors of Light, which is like basically the, the whole mission behind what we do is helping helping people attain uh, self-mastery within the mind, the body, mm. the spirit, and the soul. So really bringing all of that into full alignment. Um, Beautiful. To really assist in the collective, you know, the ascension of the collective consciousness of humanity. And, um, you know, basically everything that's going down on the planet right now is what right we're Right now. For. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, 
So that's what we do. We do online courses. We do in-person retreats. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically in a nutshell what, what we do. Um, but yeah, like my, my, my journey is like, I, I kind of, I was born into, you know, I guess what you would call a quite a traumatic life. I had a lot, a lot of like abuse when I was younger, mental, physical, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, even, um and yeah my father left when i was really young but my mom was always very spiritual very very spiritual mm. she taught me a lot of the gifts that i have today um she taught me how to heal she taught me about basically wow. everything um, that i am today she taught me from a very young age mm. um i i lost her to cancer when when i was 20 when i was 21 years of age um and that was like that really triggered like I was always on the, the the spiritual path, if you will, but um when she passed away, it really created like a massive awakening for me into like who I mm. truly am, what I'm truly supposed mm. to be doing on the planet. Really had to do a lot of deep, deep healing. Um and I guess discover discover like my true soul calling and my purpose, you know, here on this planet. Um in a nutshell, I can talk with Dad on my story, but in a nutshell, that's where I've come from and, and kind of what, what we're doing now mm. in the world. Uh, it's absolutely incredible. And I think, um, you know, you spoke about your beautiful, your beautiful mum, Joy, um, and yes. it's just powerful, like, because she's obviously, she is Joy. She's brought so much joy. She continues to bring joy. Her legacy continues to live on through you. And one thing as you were speaking, um, you know, when she did pass, I, I mean, I have a beautiful friend. Um, her name's Lisa Potter, so she's a death doula. And she calls death passing three times, so I kind of call it that as well. It feels very relevant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and death yeah. is such a powerful yeah. catalyst to create these awakenings, isn't it? Mm-hmm. 100%, 100%. And I remember when, like, because I was very spiritual and I was actually raised in in Christianity. Um, my mum was Christian by choice, but she had um, many other, like, spiritual, mm. uh, you know, perspectives on things. And um, I, I had a very deep relationship with God from a very young age. So I was always praying to God. I had a very deep connection with what, with what I called God from a young age. And I remember when my mom passed away, when, when my mom was sick, she was actually like two years of watching her like mm. go through the battle. And I remember through that process, through those two years, I was so mm. angry at like spirit and God and the universe. And I was just like, just didn't, just didn't understand yeah. it because I, I was still quite, quite young. And, um, and when, when, she, you know, I, I learned as much as I could and, and, and made the most of, of the time that I had, but I remember when she passed away, I immediately, like, I, 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 I tried to like move on too quickly and I didn't really allow myself to, to grieve or like really process what mm. had happened. And I still had anger towards, towards, um, towards God it was almost like I shut my spirituality down because I just didn't I, I believe that if 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 I, I believe that I was supposed to be able to heal her that was like my my story that I had I, if I if I wasn't able to heal her none of it was real um and my whole life was my, my whole life was basically a lie yeah. <laughs> that was that was what was going yeah. through my mind and um I, uh, I got to this one point when I was actually sitting in a ceremony this one time 
Um, uh, it, it was not long after my mum passed away, a few months later, and uh, and I remember I I went through we we're going through this breathwork, uh, this breathwork ceremony, and um, it, it was a real real deep breathwork mm. ceremony, and and this is probably the first deep one I've done. I've been practicing breathwork since I was young, but never done like a breathwork mm. journey before, and um. I really like broke through so many layers of like ego, like like the shield and the like the armor that I was wearing to kind of protect myself from what had actually mm. happened. And then I, I saw this beautiful vision of like um, the this tree and the and the tree. I saw the tree grow from the earth, and I saw it grow into this massive, beautiful tree. And there's all these like animals living on it. There was like fruit growing off it. It was like the tree of life. And then within moments, I saw it like thrown to the ground. I saw how the tree um, went back into the earth, and then it was reborn. It was, it was, it was, it grew later. And when I watched that, that cycle mm. of life, it really it showed me how it was all beautifully orchestrated um, and how it was all necessary and how all conscious like, energy never dies. It just, it's always mm. transferred. And that's exactly like what the, the piece that I was able to find through her passing was that she wasn't actually dead. Her physical form was, had, had, had gone back to the planet. But her spirit has continued on to live with me and with everyone that I connect with. Um, so that was like, yeah, that was really what came out of like mm, that. that it's so journey. powerful. The understanding of, the, the understanding of yeah, life. I can, yeah. I can, um, I can really relate too. So for me, the reason why um, I do the work that I do is um you know for me it's an extension of my love for people who are no longer here so i feel like it's an, it's a way that i get to continue to express my love for them and to ensure that yeah. you know the pain of losing them it doesn't go unwasted so that that's really my focus yeah. so um but yeah so what i'll tell you a little bit about my story jesse so when i gave birth to my mm. first daughter ava in 2015 Seven weeks later, my brother murdered his partner and she was like a sister to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, I just had this, I've just become a mother and all of a sudden what I'm witnessing is like a mother who's lost her daughter. I'm then seeing my mum who's like witnessing her son like, wow, like she's having to come to terms and there's a level of grief there. And then, yeah, and then they also had a daughter together my niece and then I'm seeing my my niece who's now lost her mother so that was my introduction to motherhood um yeah yeah the way I describe it is that somebody I love killed someone that I love so I felt really angry and confused as well and um yeah it made me question everything about the world I'm like does that darkness live within me because I would shy away from that darkness and I wouldn't I couldn't quite like it was always a lead up I could never quite get that there was this missing piece of integration that I just couldn't mm-hmm. get. And it took going through yep. through the process and the experience of going through all of that um, and, and more. <laughs> there was more to come. So we also lost another, a very yep. close friend nine months later. And at this point, um, at this point mm-hmm. I was again pregnant. I was about 30 weeks pregnant. And my husband's best friend committed suicide 
and he found him. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. and it really impacted my husband so deeply because this was not just, you know, any friend. This is literally his soulmate as a friend. I basically married this guy when I married my husband. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, oh. um, and yeah, so, so for me, you know, this is where my real awakening comes from. I've always, you know, identified myself as Christian as well, but I definitely believe that, you know, all faiths, like everything is a, just a connection to divine. It's all the same. It's just got a different name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. That's powerful, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so one that's of the things awesome. that I often speak about is like, is forgiveness. So that's like one of my favorite my favorite things to speak yeah. on. But oh, are you okay? Come here. See, as I said, it's never a, a Jess Palmer Facebook Live or podcast <laughs> episode without a crying baby at some point. Hey, that's all right. I'm, 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 I acknowledge you for 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 just for just rolling yeah. with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I like to just keep everything very real. <laughs> yeah, and I think as well, yeah. like yeah. as parents, exactly. um, you know, especially like mamas, we don't often create this space for ourselves to do this because we get so caught up in how perfect everything needs yeah. to look. But you know, it's all just why should I create space for other people and accommodate for other people when I've just created space for life, like to bring life into the world? doesn't make sense yeah. to me. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So forgiveness. Yeah. I, I know what you mean with forgiveness. Forgiveness has been a big one for me as well, because it's been like when my mom passed away, it was obviously a lot of grief and a lot of anger, but a lot of the anger was actually, um, towards myself it was like self-sabotage because our relationship you know because I didn't wasn't raised with the father I, I lacked that masculine energy when I was younger I became very over masculine and rebellious and I just I was just a bad kid just did a lot of bad things hung out with the wrong people you know doing drugs selling drugs making drugs <laughs> getting into fights you know um, dropped out of high school so like I was I was just pretty much the embodiment of like a rebel from like my entire mm. teenage years. And I created a lot of stress mm. for my mom. And I remember when, when she passed away or when she got sick was really, I really start like just before she got sick actually was when I really like turned my life around and started, you know, diving more into personal development at, at a young age. And, you know, I started my own business when I was like 19 and stuff like that. But I remember when, when she actually, when she actually passed away, I realized that I actually blamed myself for, for the cancer that she had because of all the stress that I had caused mm. her in her life. Um, I actually, I actually, on a deep unconscious level, I actually believed that I was the cause of it. And um, I had to go through some deep, deep healing and forgiveness mm. on myself. And I remember it took me like four days of self-isolation to actually get to the point of actual forgiveness it was like my ego didn't want to forgive totally (laughs) totally forgiving yourself is actually you know there's like like there's forgiving others then there's forgiving establishments then there's forgiving yourself and then there might be asking for forgiveness and like there's all these different lives but forgiving yourself is the most difficult one of all yeah, man, yeah. it really was. Because eh? I remember I was in meditation and it was like, 
I remember my mum came to me. She was like, you have to, I forgive you. Mm. And I remember from that moment, literally four days of just like three, probably like four to six hour meditations every day, trying to get to that point of like letting mm. go away. It took ages. Finally got there and I felt such a massive relief after it. But um, yeah, forgiveness is, 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 is key, you know, key oh, in life. It is so incredible. But, oh, gosh, so powerful. I Yeah, relate and connect with you so much. Mm. I'd love to know, mm. um, you know, tell me a little bit more about your business and the courses that you have and how you're, you know, equipping these new leaders of the future. Yeah, for sure. It's um, it's been an evolution over the last years, but I think right now, you know, during these really, really interesting times that we're living in, um, we're going through a collective shift in consciousness, and our the human race is really, and from from what I've really been picking up from the guides that I work with, is that. The, the collective consciousness of humanity is destined to attain unity. Mm. And for many of us on this path, we've attained or we've established or we've, we've dipped our soul into unity consciousness, you know, throughout our journey. You know, we feel that, you know, when we're on this healing journey, we, 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 we know what it feels like when we release that trauma. We know what it feels like when we actually genuinely forgive others ourselves. We know what it feels like when we overcome, um, you know, all of these like challenges that the universe throws at us through our life. And we've been able to find love through a lot of that. We've been able to find peace through a lot of that. And, and that's what I like to call like the training mm, ground. Like all of those, that. like through in this life has just been training for this moment in history where now like we're actually having to like be. Yeah. Like not just like practice, but we're having, we're actually moving into actually embodying it, and I think when it comes to you know preparing the leaders of the future or or initi- you know it's really about mm. initiating them into of fully embodying love, peace, and unity for every single cell of their being, and like that that sounds like when you hear those words and when you actually embodying it it's like it's like two different things and like even i like even even like up up until a few weeks ago like obviously i'm sure you're the same like we've all had to go through like our own purge or our own like again and like again and again and again just when you think oh yeah it's good you're like oh hello (laughs) yeah yeah and it's just so much it's happening so rapidly and uh and, and, and what's happening on the planet right now is, is what I call the, the, there's like a splitting of the earth, which is like splitting of dimensions or timelines. So if you look at like the 3D old paradigm mm. that we've been basically raised in however long now, um, that it, it's, it's, it's a foundation that's built upon like uh, ego and fear and control and manipulation. Um, that's kind of like the, the whole societal structure, even though on the outside it doesn't look like that, like on the underlying foundational level it is. And really, like unity consciousness, perception, which is like when we actually see all life mm. as equal and we actually see it yeah. that way. And, and, it, and, and that's such a massive initiation for like one person to go through, let alone a co- like a collective to go through. And 
when when the collective, when, when the whole race is able to, you know, so, so let me backtrack a little bit. When we are able to attain that within ourselves, then we can actually hold that space yes. for the rest of the planet. So important. Um, we're holding ourselves. Yeah, because we're holding yeah. ourselves in that space. Um, really to answer your question, you know, what we're really focusing on is really how to attain mm. that. Like, how do we attain unity ourselves? How do we, and that's why we call it the warriors of light, because, you know, I see the warriors of light and the warriors of love as yeah. two of the same. Um, and, and it's, it's, it's just so, it's so needed right now because like the whole world is, isn't like majority of the planet is in fear and, you know, to be a, to be a leader in these, in these times, which is what many, many people are being called forth to come and step into. It, it really, it's really about finding that peace and that love within ourselves. So like I said, we can hold that space for the rest of the planet and, Obviously, within that initiation journey, there's many different like practical tools and, and methodologies and modalities and wisdom that we like to share with our clients. We do a lot of, you know, we we like we we have we focus on everything. So we focus on the on the physical, like actually like mm. how we move our body and how we look up. But we also move into the you know the mental and the subconscious, which is where all of our information is stored. Um, we dive into the emotional healing of how to actually teach our clients and, and and teach people, equip people with the tools to practically let go and release, you know, emotions that are like holding them back or, or anchoring them into fear and yes. to a certain extent. But more importantly, how to really help people equip people with the tools to tap into themselves so that they can, you know, they can they can tap into their higher self. They can tap into their guides and the angels and, and the higher dimensions so that they can actually become the leader and they don't they don't they don't need anyone else because they've got the council or, or the inner council or the guides or the angels or, or whatever the words that resonate with people they've got that that higher power that they're working with um that's guiding them and that that, that that's flowing through them and that's that's allowing them to be of service to the rest of humanity and it's just really helping people attain that that level um, in a very practical step. Mm, absolutely. Step and I think that's so beautiful the way that you've touched on, you know, these four concepts, which is really um, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. Like without those four components, um, you know, there is no transformation. There, there is no embodiment. So I love that you, you cover all of that. It's, it's so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the mythology that we teach is called the Temple of Light the temple of light uh, methodology and the temple of light is exactly what you just said. Like we are the temples and the temples are us. And the, within the temple, there are the four main pillars, which is the mind, which is what we, we just talked about, the body, the physical, uh, the, the, the emotional, and then the spiritual, which is that, that, that life force energy that flows through us. And that kind of makes up our three dimensional self. You know the the self that we 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 experience our human experience within, but the light is really the soul, which is like our immortal mm. self, our higher self, which is what is. Um, if you think of the temple as like a house or a shrine that houses the the soul, which is piloting the the vessel, um, and when you strengthen your temple, the mind, the body, the emotional, and you strengthen your connection with your soul. 
and that's why it's so important to master uh, to to strengthen mm, master absolutely. that temple. So that you can yeah, you can't you can't hold it. You get you can you know feel really overwhelming. Mm. Yeah, like physically, and that's and that's exactly what's happening on the planet right now. Like when you go into the energetics of things right now, there's like some massive. You know, UV gamma rays that are hitting the planet right now. There's massive amounts of cosmic energy that's coming through, and that's what's causing a lot of these, you know, like almost forced awakening on the planet. Where we've just got so much energy coming through our bodies right now that it's just recalibrating us on so many mm. different levels. Um, you know, all the like a subcellular level, it's changing yes. us. You know, and that's why it's so important that we prepare ourselves. Um, for that energy that's coming through, so that can can embody it, and we can, um, you know, yeah, handle it. <laughs> Absolutely, and and I love that. Like when you're talking about, you know, basically like your spiritual council, um, you know, one of my friends calls it like her spiritual board of directors. Uh, yeah, which I think is really <laughs> yeah. great. Um, and it's so beautiful to know that that you are supported, you know, that you don't have to do it alone, that, you know, yes, this is bigger than you, but it's beautiful to know that you have that extra, you know, something that's bigger than you that you can give it to, you can continue to grow with. It just, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just so powerful. Yeah. I had a vision yesterday. I was going through a, um, we we do every week in our program, we do like, activations of our clients but we were, we were a team it's not just me it was a, it was a team of other um powerful coaches and healers on my team that work alongside me and one of my master healers her name is maria watford she um she was uh doing an activation with our group yesterday and i i remember seeing um this really v- v- powerful vision of being in the in the higher dimensions as like my my highest self i was a massive giant with these huge golden wings and i remember i, I had my hands pointed towards the planet planet earth and there was these, these these beams of like gamma rays shooting out of my hands and shooting out of my third eye towards the planet and to my to my left and to my right there was just a circle of of other you know other people going you know shooting this energy towards the planet you know other light workers on this journey with us and there was thousands of them just all up in the up in space shooting this energy towards the planet but behind them behind all of the people all of the souls was just like thousands and thousands and thousands of just angels and like higher Mm -hmm. dimensional beings that were all just there like offering their their you know holding space for the entire planet and um, it, it felt it was, and and being able to witness this like visually, and feel it, it was so it, it was such a an overwhelming sense of just like clarity and and reassurance that this is all, you know, all happening the exactly the way it's supposed to happen. And and you know that that can sound quite far out to to a lot of people. Um, and you know whether there is actually thousands of beings up in there or or not is really besides the point. But when you when you can choose to to, to have mm. faith in something, a, yes. a model like that, it it, it 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 your body believes it and your consciousness believes it and and you end up becoming that and it becomes your reality. 
Um, and that sh- it just goes to show how powerful we are for being able to create that experience within our own lives and for the people around us. Absolutely. Oh, well, it's been so amazing speaking with you, Jesse. Before you go, um, how? well, first of all, how can mm. everyone get in contact with you? So where can they follow you, check you out? Yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, my, my name is Jesse Winyard, so J-E-S-S-E. Last name is Winyard, W-Y-Y-A-R-D. Um, Facebook and Instagram are probably the places that I hang out the most. Um, we we run during this like lockdown period where we are running a lot of like on like free content and trainings online. We're actually running one next week called the New Earth Online Amazing. Retreat. Um, yeah, we've got like thousands of people locked in for that. Um, so yeah, just socials are the best place to find me. I've got a YouTube channel as well, which I am in the process of um, rebranding. As we speak, I've got a lot of content to post through there. Very soon, hmm. it's cool. Yeah, those are the those are the main Amazing. Now, before you go, um, I always ask these four questions of every single guest that comes on. Yep. So these are called the final fours, and here cool. is your first question: What is your what is your definition so, of spirituality? Oh, my definition of spirituality is the relationship and connection that we have with our inner self. Mm, beautiful. So the next question, oh, oh you wait to these next questions, Jesse. <laughs> They're good questions. So the next question is, if you could, and I, I feel that you do this on a regular basis, but if you could ask the powers that be, you know, God, source, whatever that is for you, you could ask them one question and get an answer. What would it be? <laughs> oh, that's a great one. Um, it is something that I do often. I do it all the time. Um, and I think really the, uh, the question that I ask a lot is what is it that my soul needs to know in this moment mm, in time? Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of things that my ego could ask and request. Um, but at the end of the day, because I'm so driven by my purpose, it's really what does my soul need to know now, like in this moment? Because often my ego is the one that like creates stress for myself or takes myself down um, certain patterns that aren't necessarily serving me. And sometimes my soul needs mm. to be spoken to. And it needs to be guided. So a lot of the time I'll, I'll really, you know, t- speak to the, the divine mother masculine or the divine, um, uh, sorry, the divine father or the divine mother, the masculine feminine energies. And like, what is it that I need to, to know? And sometimes it's masculine and sometimes like, you know, you need to, you need to, um, you need to stop procrastinating. You need to do what needs to be done. And then sometimes it like, like it has been over these last few days, it's, it's been more feminine nurturing energy. Like you just need to rest. You just need to mm. be, you just need to stop worrying about all the stuff and just like allow for the upgrades to come through. So the, the thing that I always ask is what do I need to know in the moment? And then that's a lo- often a lot of the time where I get a lot of my powerful downloads. That's where a lot of them come mm, from. I love that. Oh, I do the, I do the exact same thing. Just one thing at a time. Too, too many kids, too, too yeah, many kids around here is. in my household. <laughs> oh, beautiful, beautiful. So the third question is, what happens when we die? 
Oh, what happens when you die? Oh, I love these questions. Well, that is—it's a good question because I can answer it from so many different perspectives. I really could. Um, you know, there's one part of me that wants to say um, I don't know because I guess there's a part of my human self doesn't like I haven't actually experienced it, so I don't know. And I and I respect the the, the unknown of that I. I don't actually know but what happens. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, um, I have had many very interesting experiences. Um, I actually went through a, I guess you would call a death initiation uh, process. <laughs> a couple, uh, it, was a, it was a couple of months ago. And um, I was, I basically confronted some very, really, really, dark parts of myself that um, were really rooted in fear. And when I really got to the to the bottom of the fear, it was fear of death. And it was really interesting because I've had what I would call like death type experiences where I've like left my body you know, many times in the past. So I thought I had, the, I thought I knew what death was and I thought I wasn't afraid of it anymore. Like I think that's that's part of the spiritual journey is you go through like the oh yeah I accept death for what it is and you know like you know I'm not afraid of it anymore and I and I, I guess my ego thought it wasn't afraid of death but when I got to this when I was in this deep uh, process I realized I was afraid of it I, I still was definitely afraid of it and I was like afraid of actually like I wasn't afraid of like death itself but I was afraid of detaching from my physical body now and my physical life and not having accomplished my mission on this planet. And um, when I dived into it, I, it was almost like my higher self was guiding me through this process. And um, it, it basically guided me into death. Like I, I, <laughs> I, my body started, my physical body started to convulse like a, like a lot. And I, my breathing, my heart rate was through the roof and it was almost like, I was, I don't know. You see those like horror movies, and you see the people like getting like demon possessed. I, I, I thought I was like, I was like, wait a second, what am I doing? Like, this is what they took. They warned me about in Sunday school. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then what happened was I went through this really intense physical process, and then my, um, and then like my heart rate just dropped down dramatically, and my body just kind of like went went dead basically and and my soul got taken out of my body and this is the f probably one of the most vivid out of body experiences that I've had and I've had a lot but this was was just next level and I got taken into just all of these different realms and guided through with, by all these different beings and and one of the the beings that was really working with me through this process <clears throat> was uh Anubis. I'm not too sure if you're aware of Anubis, but it's a Egyptian uh, god archetype. And he was Anubis is basically the um, an ancient e Egyptian spirituality. He was the 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 the, the gatekeeper of the mm. afterlife or the underworld. And um, when I was taken out of my body, I was with Anubis very clearly. I could see him. I could feel him. I knew who it was. And um, he was guiding me through these hallways. And he called them the halls of Menti and something that I actually learned um, when I was doing a lot of research into ancient Egypt many years ago. And um, I was being guided down this hallway and basically I got to this gateway um, and it was like this massive gate and um, 
he 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 asked me he was like are you ready to are you ready to to go into into the afterlife and i was like yes show me show me everything and um he took he, he put he put his hand on my head and then my, my physical body started to convulse again massively and then when, when when he put his hand on my head my body was convulsing it was like he was downloading a lot of information into my into my into my consciousness mm. and what what came through was um was in, in, in ancient Egypt, many of the the kings or, or the pharaohs or the queens even they they were initiated by the priests and the priestess into what they would call immortality. Right, yes. you might have heard of this before. And immortality was um, was the initiation, but in order to attain immortality, they had to go through death, like yeah. physical death and rebirth, and rebirth. Um, so they had very like intense, uh, intense processes that they went through. They actually like physically killed them and they would like, it was like, it was almost like torture. It was pretty, pretty horrific from the, from, from what I've researched into. Um, but I, I, I saw it all. I saw, I saw all of that and what, what had happened in the past. And, and when you finally did pass over into this, into this afterlife, um, you, you gained the the realization and the in the knowing that the soul never mm. dies. The soul the soul never actually does yes. die. And when when you when you can be taken into that afterlife state with the intention of doing so and the with the right intentions, I guess, um, and the and the right initiations type format, you 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 gain that actual not wisdom of like. Like, it's not mm. just like something you read in a book. You you mm. actually experience it. It makes sense to and me. It's that level that's of what awareness. I experienced. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Level of awareness, yeah. like inner knowing, and that that's essentially what happened to me. And and um and I I came back and and, and that was like the the first. It was like a four hour process, and um and there was many other things that happened after that. I won't go into all of them now, but that that's what really you know that that's what really allowed me to deepen my connection with the higher realms and 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 work with the higher realms more effortlessly and enter into them more effortlessly because i it was almost like i i gained more access to mm. the map you know we've got this map that we're navigating through like the universe and like i gained so much more access to it once i had this experience so mm. to answer your question i'm not 100% yeah. sure that's just one of many yeah. objectives but I feel like we're on a soul evolution and, um, and you know, when, when we die, you know, wherever our soul is at in that certain point in evolution, it might come back and reincarnate if it needs to fulfill more, um, you know, of its soul assignments and missions or, or mastery. But then I also believe that if we attain a certain level of mastery in, the, in, in this world, in this lifetime, on a soul, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual level, um, we actually build such a powerful soul and spiritual body that we um, we do ascend into higher realms as a collective, like many other masters that have walked the planet, such as uh, you know Jesus Christ is a perfect example. You know he he attained that that mastery level, and now he is a, a collective within himself that has such a massive impact on humanity still. In so many positive ways. Um, so, mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how long that answer was. <laughs> Such a long Such answer. A long answer. So, so powerful. <laughs> to, yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah. And the thing is like, yeah, it's interesting because, I mean, obviously I ask, you know, I ask some really incredible, I get to interview incredible people on this podcast and ask this question to each of them. And it's so fascinating what each person Mm. believes. And there's a lot of commonalities um, and and Mm. it definitely is always I'm like, ah, sometimes I think, no, that's definitely what, what I believe. And then I'm like, Maybe it's mm. not what I believe. It just it's it's ever changing. Mm. Yeah, so interesting. Yeah, that's a thought. Mm. Yeah, that's a talk. We could talk yes. about death. Well, today. like I said, I'm really good friends in the death duel. So it's like I'm like I could just literally I just sit there and listen to her like just all day. I'm like I love it. <laughs> just just <sponge. laughs> yeah. um, beautiful. All right. So question number four: You have um, ascended. You have left this earth. We don't know what the hell has happened to you, um, <laughs> but you have left this earth and I want you to fill in the blanks. So this is what people are saying about you. So the first one is, Jesse made me feel. Uh, I see. Okay. Uh, Jesse made me feel empowered. empowered. Jesse taught me. how to love myself and how to connect with the divinity that flows through me and around me. Jesse was always. Mm. <laughs> Something came to me was hungry, but that's not Maybe the, that's answer. the answer. For right now. <laughs> I think I, I just, oh. I've been fasting all day, so I'm about to break my food. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse was always Jesse was always doing his best to serve. Beautiful, oh, Jesse Winyard, everybody. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, Jesse. Thank you, thank you, Jess. It's been an honor. It's been a you privilege. You are so welcome. Um, I look forward to deepening our connection, following you, and to everyone that's listening to this. Please make sure you go and check out Jesse. Check out all of the amazing offers and, um, yeah, everything that you have to offer. I'm just, I love the way that you're empowering the leaders of basically now, not really of tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Mm, We're all being called yeah. right now. Yeah. Yes, that's Beautiful. it. Thank that's you it. so much, Jesse. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of Practically Spiritual, the podcast. Be sure to make sure you are following this podcast on Instagram at practically underscore spiritual. And if you would like to follow me and also sound off, tell me what you thought of this episode. If you have any questions for the guests that we had or any comments or requests, let me know. I love connecting with you guys. So you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, all the places using the handle at Jessica Palmer official. Keep striving, keep thriving, and I'll catch you on the next episode.